Welcome to Moldorma TV. I'm Tobias Alber, and this is episode number 10. And I'm Magnus Alber. And in the previous two episodes, Tobias and I have discussed one journey that we decided to split into two parts. And in the last episode, we talked about my part, which was mainly about how consciousness is constantly rediscovering itself. And during your part, we discussed something else. Yeah, I had this experience where I went into this different state of awareness, uh, these different layers uh, yeah. of awareness that consciousness travel through. Yeah, kind of an evolution of consciousness, consciousness through... Over a big period of time, a long period of time. Yeah, and we, we talked about the symbol that Martinez has created, yeah. uh, which I think is a great visual representation of how it is, how it yeah. is structured. And he called these different planes or layers for kingdoms, like mm. the animal kingdom and the plant kingdom and real human kingdom and yeah. all of that. And he also and you also associated these different layers with different colors as yeah. well. Yeah, for example, the green one was uh, intelligence, the yellow one was love, uh, yeah, blue one, intuition, and so on. Yeah, and in this episode, we're going to discuss different uh, things that I received during, I think it's three different journeys, but it's kind of interconnected. So we're going to discuss that today, and the thing is, after this experience, Mm. things kind of shifted where... I downloaded information because of you, basically, I think. Yeah, they actually described this in a later experience, um, yeah. quite recent one, uh, where they said that usually the way it's structured is that I go into the experience. I get yeah. the, the I, uh, I go into the full experience yeah. while you get the explanation to that particular experience. Yeah, it's like you go out there and create a channel or something, and mm-hmm. I download information and sit by my computer and writing down yeah. everything. And this is, the information is given to me by an entity mm. most of the time. But it's like we have this cooperation where I receive the actual message and you go out there to grab it or something. I space out. Space out, yeah. That's a very good explanation of it, yeah. <laughs> basically. So what happened in the next episode, in the next journey, yeah. or three journeys, uh, they actually kind of reconnected to these different colors and states of awareness that mm. you had during your experience. Right. Because back then, I think we talked about this in episode eight or something, I asked you, why are these this different colors why ju- why these colors and yeah and i asked blurted out because you asked the question yeah and they kind of in this during this journey they kind of explained that mm. in more detail yeah which i glad i did because i didn't really understand that answer mm. um so the answer was because i had the question that's why there is these colors yeah basically and they said that it has to be in some way in the illusion. I mean, the self or consciousness is actually in itself indescribable. You cannot, it, it doesn't have any colors, it doesn't mm. have any shapes, any attributes, attributes whatsoever. It's, a, it's kind of nothingness. Yeah. But the experience that we have is an illusion created out of consciousness. And the illusion has to be in some way. Mm. And it just happens to be in this way. Yeah. They basically said, and the reason be- for that is because yeah that's the way it is <laughs> yeah there, there has to be in some way so 
And they kind of said it like this, that if it would have been in another way, I would have asked the same questions. Mm. And they would have given me the, the same answer. Well, this is the way it is. Yeah. Because it has to be in some way, and now it's just, it's in this way. And they also kind of said that God, that or the higher self that created everything, is this absolute genius and mm. everything is perfect so this is actually a perfect creation and it's the best way yeah. to do it so we just have to trust in god's creation basically was mm. was the message we don't don't question it just accept it as it is and stay with that yeah i think that's a <laughs> uh, good teaching <laughs> yeah and it i was actually quite satisfied with that answer yeah so even though it didn't didn't really answer the question, but they started to they actually developed this subject a little more mm. about not asking questions. Yeah, and I think it's kind of funny when you think about it. When you keep asking the questions, all you're doing is just trying to find an explanation for something that's just created. It's uh, yeah, it's um, an illusion anyway. So it's an illusion, and as we said in a previous episode. I think it was episode eight, mm. when I asked how much knowledge is there and the spiritual world said through you that yeah. infinite of, as long as you have questions, questions, answers will be created because yeah. they're all illusory anyway. Yeah. The self, the only true thing, consciousness doesn't have any colors or mm. properties at all. Mm. It's just something that is. Yeah. So, so what happened after this, I had this sensation that both you and I have had several times that during this journey I could feel how everything sprang out of my consciousness was my consciousness mm. both my body and my external world I could actually feel and see it in a way how it beamed out of me yeah. and my body was made out, out of pure consciousness of beingness as well mm. as my external world yeah i remember when i have this experience i don't know if it's the same for you but usually the way i see it is um the first one is that i see like divinity in everything that's yeah. one thing but then in the self uh when i see it like the self it's like almost like there's uh some underlying white light that's shining through it like yeah merging out of everything and yeah. just below everything there's just consciousness I have seen it in different ways, actually. And I, I do think they are all kind of... None of them are actually true because the self is doesn't have any... Mm. It's not made out of light. So I think they show yeah. it in different ways as... Just to show the principle, yeah. basically. Sometimes I see it as threads of energy. Sometimes mm. I see it as like it's a movie that's being painted and yeah. things like that. So, But it's quite, you know intuitively that everything is me everything is consciousness mm. and it's beingness basically yeah <clears throat> so but i had a question during this experience when i had this when i saw this and i started to think about how is it that i can move my hand and my body which is just consciousness mm. but i cannot influence influence my external world with my will well i can touch th things but i cannot make yeah. you know the share come over to me like this Jedi power thing. Mm. I, it's just that I have to go get it. Yeah. Why can't I control it the way I can control my body? If it's the very same thing as my body, if it's all consciousness, my consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, mm. that's a good question. And uh, I mean, in theory, 
everything is the self. Yeah. So you should have control of everything yeah. since that's your natural state of being. Yeah. So I had this very question, which is a good question. Mm. And they gave me a very long explanation spread out over three different journeys. So we're going okay. to talk about three different journeys here yep. today and some of the material. And I'm going to leave out other material and perhaps we talk about it in a later episode or something or mm. it's in the book anyway. So the first thing they said about this is that, well, the tr- how can I, why is it I can, can't control my external role? And they say the trick is not to ask the question. Mm. And we come back to this thing that we talked about just yep. in a minute ago that the trick is actually to not ask the question because that creates the problem in the first place in a mm, way. Mm. And they describe it as the separation that we feel between body and external world is actually illusory. Yeah. It's not there. It's all one. But we identify ourselves with this body and think that external world is something else. Mm. And this thought makes it impossible for us to influence the external world as we think that we could because we have this identification with our body yeah, and our false sense of I, basically. Mm. But I also said that that's absolutely necessary because of the principle of contrast that we talked about previous, mm. that that in order to be conscious and be God and everything, you have to have had the experience of, not, of having this separate feeling mm. of not knowing who we are and all of that. So... Yeah. It was created that way, but this separation will always lead to the curiosity of what am I and what is Mm. reality. Mm. And that's what human beings are doing now. We are examining the universe and the micro and macrocosm. We are examining our bodies, trying to figure this shit out. Mm. But we're not really getting any answers. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Slowly approaching, I think, but not there yet. Because what's happening is that since the, both the body and the universe are illusions, we're not going to understand it. We're just, we're like, uh, I know Rupert Spira, hmm. Spira, this um, spiritual teacher, had this great metaphor of if you had a dream yeah. and you were inside the dream and didn't know that it was a dream and you wanted to know, you knew it was a dream, but you wanted to know something about the one who was dreaming. Mm. It would be useless to examine the dream, yeah. the characters in the dream, because they say nothing about the dreamer. Mm. And that's the way it is in reality as well. Mm. This is all an illusion, and we cannot learn anything about the self by examining the illusion. We have to turn inwards mm. towards self. Yeah. it's. Uh, I think Alan Watts describes like uh, the knife can't cut itself or the eye can't see itself. Yeah. Uh, it's... The real you is something that's not out there. It's just you have to go within yourself yeah. and find out. And that was what I meant with the trick is not to ask the question mm. because the question, the answer is not out there. Yeah, It's in here, inside mm. of you, and you don't have to go anywhere. And the only way to listen, to know all of the knowledge is already inside of us. Yeah. And the only thing that is preventing us from hearing the answers are our thoughts mm. that is distracting us. So yeah. if we don't ask questions and go into the now and just be quiet in the mind, mm. we will know how this is possible. Yeah, that, that's our natural state of being, yeah. where we just are. We are not our thoughts. But I think it's really hard since we, throughout our lives, once we grow up and uh, we create our egos, yeah. we get so attached to this reality within yeah. our egos 
So all the thoughts that we have, we associate with. Yeah. But I think the first step into like breaking this uh, habit, yeah, this habits, is just to realize that you are not your thoughts. Yeah. And once you realize that, you can just pa- see the thoughts like pass by like a ship yeah. on the ocean. And when you have practiced this long enough, you can perhaps go into this state of just being. And it's actually we have not only had this habit this life we have mm. been in this habit for thousands of lives or yeah. perhaps hundreds of thousands of lives mm. that we have been unconscious so we are very attached and identify strongly identified with our physical reality so we need to start to break that up and they just said you the thing you you have to do in order to understand yourself and what understanding yourself is actually what we call enlightenment yeah so that is to just be Mm. And that's why you need to meditate and all of the, that stuff. That's yeah. one technique, at least. You mm. don't have to meditate. You can do other techniques as well. But. I, I uh, start to think about a, a guru from India called Nasagaradatta Maharaj. Yeah. Um, he was just a guy from India, Bombay, who was a cigarette salesman. Yeah. And he had a guru which just said that see everything as the self. Yeah. See that you are the self and see that everything that you see is just the self. Similar yeah. to what we experienced in have in experienced in our journeys. Yeah. Uh so he just kept these thoughts within his head and just meditated on it, tried to apply it to his everyday life. Yeah. And this was a guy who didn't really have any spiritual teachings at all or anything. But he kept having this state of aware this state of uh, this thought like yeah. i am the self and the okay. self is everything and eventually the the answers just came to him okay. he just started like talking and all these spiritual great teachings just came out of this man who wasn't educated enough anything haven't yeah. had in its prior teachings at all they were basically living in a slum selling cigarettes yeah. and suddenly he became enlightened and everything was inside of him mm. So, so we just turn to the self. Yeah. And that's the only place where we're going to find any truth. Yeah. Is within ourselves. So we l- must learn to just be. Yeah. And I mean, also, yeah. Yeah, these teachings that are out there, of course, they are just um, ways for you to turn inwards. Yeah. That's all they are there to do, actually. But that's also important to understand that the journey that we are doing in the physical is absolutely necessary yeah. for consciousness to have. For, because in order to be able to experience your true self, you mm. must have experienced separation and unconsciousness and all that. Because because of the principle of contrast that we have discussed so many, many times. Yeah, you cannot know what warm is if you don't know what cold is, and mm. you cannot know what is to be God if you not have the experience of not being God. So they said that in order to understand that there is nothing to understand. You have to do this entire journey of searching for answers mm. and finally you will realize that, okay, mm. there's really nothing to understand out here. I just need to get turn inside and, yeah. and find the self. And the self is not really the kind of knowledge that we are thinking of. It's not an intellectual knowledge. Mm. It's beyond the intellect. It's an, an experience more than knowledge. You know what you are on an, more like a feeling than an experience. Yeah. Uh, or than an intellectual understanding mm. because all intellectual thoughts and constructs belong to the illusion mm-hmm. yeah I just remember uh, it was a spiritual teacher it's called Papaji also a yeah. guy from India he said like uh, if I knew that the self or God was within me 
I wouldn't have wasted like 10, 15 years trying to find an external God. Yeah. So once he has got this teaching to realize that the self is within me, God yeah. is within me, yeah. then he has turned inwards. And yeah. Yeah. But people will not turn inwards until they become frustrated. And mm. it's, it's a necessary process, but all will eventually reach this frustration and turn inward. Yeah. I think in the religions we have, at least in the Western Christian religion, we have this view of an external God, yeah. the, which is, uh, I think, it's not the correct one. But I actually said one interesting thing about the established religions that mm. that I understood was quite good, because in many religions, such as Islam, Christianity, and Judaism at least, mm. they said you have to trust in God, I mean, yeah. in God's plan, and don't question him. Mm. And I always thought that was a bad thing. That is kind of what a stupid. You have to trust yourself and all that. But yeah. what they explained during this journey is that when people in those religions do this practice of not questioning God, what they are training is actually not to ask questions and just mm. trust the universe. But of course, the main fall, fall, uh, wrong thing they do is that they do think that God is something external when it's yeah. something internal. But that doesn't really matter. Mm. The spirit being spiritual beings told me that they are actually training to go into this state of just trusting. Yeah, and then when they are ready, they will realize that they are going to trust themselves and not the external God. But mm. the time in inside established religion has not been in vain. Mm. It, it's been, have been very useful for a lot of people. What I think it does more than anything is that it uh, puts an end to your thoughts. Once yeah. you just put your trust into yeah. to God or to the universe or whatever yeah. you want to call it, it's you just go with things. Yeah. You 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 become more present in the now. You don't think about yeah. how things are supposed to be in your own mind. They also said that during another experience that you have to learn to live with uncertainty. Yeah, that's a. Uh, a key to awakening is let uncertainty flow into your life. Mm. Don't worry about the outcome. Just do whatever you feel like. Mm. And yeah, go with it. Go yeah. with the flow and see what happens. Yeah, that's uh, when I mentioned Papa G again. That's what he he had this like channel, channel where he yeah. just had these intuitive feelings or like he just trusted all the feelings that came to him yeah. and he just yeah now i'm gonna walk left and then he walked left and yeah. he ended up in a place where he met someone or yeah. he came across some event that he was supposed to yeah. learn from and basically what they said if you have this strong urge to i want to do that mm. they said do it yeah and don't worry about the consequences but we do that a lot of time and we don't do the things we want to do because of Afraid of consequence of failure or what would my mom and dad said or anything like yeah. that and income and things like that. And I think it's so important to distinguish, and I think this is quite easy if you think about it, to distinguish of uh, what the heart wants, what you yeah. truly want and what the ego wants. Yeah. For, for as long as you just try to create your reality based on your thoughts, your yeah. ego, like I want to be this because then I'm better than everyone yeah. else. I'm going to earn a lot of money for myself then I don't think it's the correct thing. But if you really have a, like a desire from the heart to do yeah. it, that's the correct way to go for it. I think most people know when the heart is calling. About. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's another feeling actually yeah. than the egoistic one. Yeah. So after this, guys started talking about the hand. Yeah. And um, 
how well basically said that the hand is the reason we got a hand is to create things mm. we can build things with it and yeah do a lot of things and he also said that we have only started to begin to understand the true potential of the hand i mean it's, we can do way more than we think with a hand mm. and i just have to say that when you I remember one of my experiences where I was uh, listening to music, yeah. this like be- beautiful classical music with uh, a guy called Michael Allen Harris on, I think okay. his name, and uh, the song is called Rapture. It's a beautiful classical piece with yeah. piano, uh, really majestic. Yeah. And I just remember listening to it, and I ha- then I got this connection with with the spirit world, uh, and they said like, listen to the music, yeah. listen to the piano. Uh, this is only possible because of the hand. Yeah. Like the hand is touching the keys and creating all this beautiful music. Yeah. And then I uh, kind of like looked at my hand and last, just realized that, my God, this 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 thing is just brilliant. If you look at the external world and just see everything it has created, yeah. you realize that the hand is something yeah. truly amazing. I mean, music writing, you do everything with your hands. You yeah. create so much with your hands and but the main message was that it can do way more. Okay. I mean, uh, one thing, the, the first thing that it showed me that you can do is like, you can do movements with your hand and fingers. Mm. And while you look at it, it will kind of hypnotize your ego. It will bring okay. you into the now. Yeah. Because it has this kind of hypnotizing effect on you. Mm-hmm. And it kind of showed it like a conductor with orchestra yeah. moving his hands it's kind of mesmerizing and you move it around and you will your eyes will follow it and you get sucked into the moment okay so that's one way you can use the hand to actually get into the now sort uh, of like a meditation with the hand yeah and they actually gave me later on a meditation okay. that you use with your hand but they also said that the hand is actually and all of the parts of the body are actually functions that consciousness has different functions Mm. such as the ability to create but that's an abstract function but that function is actually manifested as the hand as a direct physical experience so our hand is the same as our function to create Mm. Uh, this ability our ability to create our God's ability to create is manifested as the hand okay so that's uh, the hand is like uh, our physical tool to practice this um, principle of creation yeah and since god can create everything and do create everything mm. ex- including the external world actually they said since the hand is this very ability yeah the hand can be used to influence our external world because that was my initial question why okay. can i not influence my external world yeah and they said you can with your hand okay you just don't know how to yet you have not learned it yet so within the hand we have the power to actually change our external world like this jedi tricks you know mm. and i was blown away and they actually showed me a technique of this mm-hmm. and it's not only the hand all of our body is manifestations of different abilities that our consciousness have okay the brain for instance yeah 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 and yeah, I just remember one experience I had when you said, say, the brain. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the, really the the knowledge yeah. that we have. And I had this experience where I felt like um, 
my brain was external object, yeah. like a tool that I could use instead of just. Uh, and I felt like this was something that humans will, will evolve towards, yeah. just to see the the brain as a tool yeah. instead of having association with the self, as yeah. we do today. We have the ego. We create the ego yeah. in our heads with yeah. our thoughts. But when you, when I was in this state of awareness, it was so obvious that the brain is just an external tool. So, yeah. ex- for example, if I need to solve a, like a mathematics uh, yeah. equation or something like that, then I use my brain as a tool. Yeah. Nothing more. Yeah. Nothing less either. And God explained to me that all of our body is actually manifestations of different aspects of consciousness. Yeah. So if you look at consciousness, the self or God, it has different abilities. The ability to come up with ideas or imagination, mm. that is manifested as the brain. Yeah. It has this ability to create. Mm. That is manifested as the hand. It has the ability to move which is manifested as legs and arms and all that. And it also has the ability to to experience, Mm. which is manifested as eyes, ears, nose, um, feeling, taste, smell, all of that, sensory. Uh, So, and they said that all the different functions of consciousness has to be manifested in some way or another Mm. in the physical reality. And all living beings has all of these abilities manifested yeah they can look different but they are manifestations of the same abilities so if you take a an animal Mm. all animals can move and have different sensations they can Mm. experience and they can also influence their environment in different ways and the more we evolve we will be better and better at it of course yeah and i think with this if you look at it from this perspective there's yeah. a whole new sense of appreciation for yeah. what you can experience with the yeah. body what you can take part of uh, if you look in the animal kingdom i mean yeah. there's no animal out there except the humans which have have this experience i mean yeah. if you look at a um, a horse for example yeah. it's it doesn't have the hand it doesn't have the same mental capacity as we do. It's a more limited experience. Yeah, but that's the way it goes because we evolve and get more yeah. and more refined mm. towards we're becoming more and more God-like. Yeah. So in the beginning, you you know, this one-cell organism doesn't have the same kind of way to experience reality as we do. Mm. We have eyes, ears, but they don't. And we also have language, for instance. That's also yeah, that's a, big thing. a way to manifest these ideas and things that we have so we get better and better at it and they actually told me that we we will learn to to use our hands to influence our external world and they actually showed me how to do this okay and this was quite an amazing experience because i was lying on my sofa and suddenly i felt how god took hold of my hand and kind Mm. of took control of it Mm. and moved it through the room and where my hand moved Mm. The entire space kind of warped or okay. was affected. Okay. So I could see this line where my hand had moved, where my arm had go, and the entire room was warped mm. to some degree. Okay. And I was thinking, what the hell happened? <laughs> what did you do? Yeah. And he said, well, I influenced your external world with your hand. Mm. And then he explained all of this, that you can actually do this, train this ability and gave me a technique, a meditational technique to use your hand to create your, uh, 
to influence your reality. It was basically a meditational technique involving the hand mm. to manifest uh, what you want in your life. But yeah. it's not what the ego wants. Yeah. Uh, you had to be in the now during this for this technique to work because the ego has no power in the now. So what you will manifest is the will of the I, mm. of the self. Mm. And that's basically what you really want anyway. Yeah. You don't want to manifest ego's desires because that's just going to end up in suffering anyway. Yeah. But they, they said you can actually do, you can focus on what you want to manifest. As long as it's not an egoistic thing, it will manifest. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go into this meditational technique right here in this episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's, I had this explained it in detail in my book. Uh, probably I will do a separate video in, in the future showing it how it's being yeah. done. But it's kind of cool. But the, the thing was that the thing about that the hand can actually do things. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and they only gave me one technique, and they God kind of said that there's a lot of more things you can do as well. Mm. And you, that he said, humans will start to find more and more things that you, we can actually do as time passes. Yeah, I think we are just beginning to scratch the surface of what it's possible. Yeah, uh, it, uh, if you, I mean, these kind of things are, if you look at the yogis, what they are can through practice what yeah. they can achieve or yeah. have achieved as well uh, you realize that there's a lot of things that yeah. we are capable to and if you realize that a hand is actually the very same thing as our as God's creative force mm. I I mean then you can start to imagine the, the possibilities here Yeah. in the end we will actually be able to create entire universes mm. but that, at that point we will not we will have left our physical bodies and they also said this because of the meditational technique uh, I used the hand mm. the technique included the hand and I asked God well what if a person doesn't have an arm perhaps being in an accident or was born without arms yeah. and God said well the hand is actually not necessary it's just a physical manifestation of this ability but it, the mm. ability is always there so you can only ma- you can just imagine your hand or so, so what you're actually doing is, is you're focusing on your creative force, force yeah. Yeah. with the help of the hand because we identify the hand with the creation. So, but it's actually all illusion anyway. So mm. you never lose your creative force. It's just that it's a way to focus your energy. Yeah, basically. Okay. And I also said things like I also asked, well, what if I want to create things that are egoistical? And they said, well, that's not going to happen. Mm. The, as I said, the ego has no power in the now. You have to. This is a meditation, so you have to be in the now, mm. be present. So nothing of that will manifest. And I also asked the question: Well, what if I want to create a situation including other people mm. that is lovingful, but still it has to do with other people? And doesn't that kind of override their free will? And I said, Well, you're all one, and you are God, so you can create a reality, and that will manifest because that's just it's one possibility Mm. so they said well it's no problem that other people are involved yeah i mean if if when you talk about manifestation of trying to manifest your reality i i think it's only possible to like uh, manifest what is actually the higher consciousness will yeah um 
as long as you try to do these manifestations with egoistical thoughts, uh, what yeah. will happen is that the higher self or yeah. God or the universe will just try to like, no, no, that's not right. Yeah. And give you the experience that will teach you to go closer to the self. Yeah, and after this, uh, I had received this meditation. Mm. I well, I felt kind of weird because I had never heard anything like it yeah. uh, or read anything like it anywhere. And I asked why why me yeah. why have you given me this technique this, this is apparently new to humanity i don't know if perhaps it's out there somewhere but i felt like why hasn't any guru talked about this or mm. some high level being i felt kind of scared of being the one that's talking about this for the first time perhaps yeah and god said well why are you afraid to be the first with something mm. everyone in their kind of journey will before we'll do some discovery it's yeah it's it's the way it happens all individuals throughout their evolution will have failures and big moments as well mm. so well yeah so perhaps so i'm going to share this technique um it of course it's from god i didn't invent it in any way well in a way i did because we're all god yeah <laughs> but i didn't invent it any more than anyone else because yeah. we're all god of course yeah so, but I I remember feeling kind of humble, mm. and yeah, I think that's when when you go into these experiences and you you have this contact with uh, beings uh, or God, if you will. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's important to to remember that I'm receiving this. Yeah, and not not get like too egoistic about about yeah, this is me, yeah, and you go back to your normal being and you try. Yeah try to talk about all this information and everything like it's it's your findings but it's it's yeah. things that are already out there it's yeah. the self that's you know, trying to use yeah. us as instruments to and talk. it doesn't matter who downloaded it first or something mm. like that and yeah. if you get puffed up about it reality gonna <laughs> smack kick, you down again smack you down again yeah. i mean as long as, long as we're egoistical and have egoistical tendencies, we're going to mm. create suffering. That's the way it is. Um, so that was quite quite an amazing uh, journey, actually. And there's a few other th- things that are not really re- related to this. Perhaps I could throw in a few of them since we have yeah. time. Yeah, sure. Um, one thing that we have talked a little bit about is that the self is actually this kind of nothingness yeah. and stillness. And from this stillness comes all ideas and f- fantasy and actually everything we we experience is actually an idea of mm. God. It's mm. it's imagination. We are living inside an imagination. We just believe it's real. Yeah. And since we believe it's real, we suffer mm. be- be- because we cannot really accept how it is yeah and it, i mean uh, it's 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 hard to not sometimes it's really hard to like uh, not suffer in it because it feels yeah. so real it's it's real to us since it's you can feel all the emotions connected to it i think uh now mention ramana maharshi who said he had a westerner who asked him like um how do i not feel suffering well yeah. don't see the world as real yeah but okay that that's really hard when you have like a really painful toothache yeah. to see yeah. that so, oh this this pain is just a thought it's yeah. not real 
that's like uh, that's not that it's not that easy well it's not and i thought i was going to read actually a quote from my book mm. it's a quote from god word yeah. for word what he said because i couldn't can't remember it correctly and i, I think it's really beautiful yeah uh, god said like this uh, let's see where it is now yeah so he was talking about that god this is actually kind of imagination mm. and he said we then he meant i mean all of us yeah we are one yeah we are truly imagination and imagination is wonderful we just experience what we want and just are there is nothing else to understand we have the ability to create and dream up anything to experience our consciousness and imagination has no limits mm. i think that's kind of cool quote that yeah. it really puts you into the pers- perspective that all of this is god's imagination and we are living it and as long as we look at it as just that yeah and play with it and play along as a movie mm. you will not suffer and it will be this most amazing journey ever yeah yeah it's really going back to just trying to be the observer yeah. of just going to to your true self this stillness behind yeah. everything and just enjoy the ride yeah just see it yeah and he also concluded one of the journeys with a message that i felt was really beautiful actually that god created all of this and mm. you and god are actually the same yeah we're just unconscious of that fact right now so so we're not really i'm not talking about an external god here even mm. though sometimes you can have that feeling but he said I am hiding in all the te- details mm. in everything you are experiencing. I am there guiding you. Yeah. Without you knowing it. Yeah. You can never go lost, you can never you're never alone mm. and feel safe in that knowledge. Yeah. And that really touched me knowing that okay, I'm never left alone in this strange imagination because the higher self is always watching and taking care that that all of us will end up in his grace yeah. back uh, all of us will come back to him mm. and be him of course yeah and i'm not talking about him as a guy but as an consciousness a consciousness it's just that people tend to use him when they talk about god but it's more it actually yeah yeah and it he she whatever you prefer yeah. That's what you're associated with. In Swedish, we have this wonderful world, hen, yeah. which means both he and she at the same time. Yeah. I think all language should have that word. Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. So and God is a hen. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, uh, yeah, hen is a yeah, interesting word. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, no, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, when you, have, when you go into this uh, life, yeah. everything that you experience... Once I became observant that everything around me is God or yeah. myself or the higher self or whatever you want to call it, I started to realize that or started to notice rather that everything that happens in life is just there to teach me. Yeah. And I if if I go into that into life with that approach, life will become so much easier. Yeah. Even though I suffer at times, even though yeah, I have great moments of enjoyment. Yeah there's always something there to like lead me back to the self. Yeah, and it can help. Sometimes it can be hard to grasp that 
even the worst kind of suffering is actually there to make you evolve. Yeah. Uh, but you can find comfort in it. But some people find that idea mm. kind of repulsive that God would do yeah. something like that. But it's it, that's the way it is. And most people, when they look back at a tragedy mm. f- from up with some distance, they can see the good in it. Yeah. That it it l- meant it led to something good. Yeah, and it's something that we touch upon before i think in one of the earlier episodes if you look at life from just one life perspective it yeah. doesn't make sense but if you put it into a higher perspective yeah then it's adds up it becomes more logical that yeah okay i get to suffer this whole life but yeah perhaps in the next one or i have learned my lesson and and when you understand that life. when people die they don't really die yeah we cannot die yeah we go to the spiritual world and then we reincarnate again and we'll do that until we wake up mm. and then we will not need to reincarnate again because we have learned the physical world is a school basically mm. a school on how to become God yeah. and become conscious of what we are and once we have learned a lesson we will leave this place for a much better one mm. which we have been visiting from time to time with the help of psychedelics and it's quite a nice place so yeah it's very very nice place. I'm one who will do my homework at least <laughs> after yeah. seeing the reward. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's uh, that's where the true, true cool stuff lie. Yeah, yeah. So perhaps that's it for today. Yeah, I think. Uh, what do we have in store for the next episode? Well, we'll see. There's a lot of more information, and I have a lot of information that I've downloaded, and I know you have a few experiences as yep. well. We'll see in which order we will take it. Yeah, you'll just have to see in the next episode. Yeah. So, uh, as always, go to maldorma.com if you want to see any more episodes, uh, future or past episodes as well. We'll be there. Uh, we also have like inspirational videos, and we will do shorter videos as well. Um, you can find Magnus's book, The Illusion, there as yeah, well. Yeah, the book I read from is called The Illusion, A Personal Journey Towards Spiritual Awakening. And in there I describe all of our journeys in great detail. I leave out a lot, of course, here. But in the book you can read the whole story. And it's also about a lot of theoretical understanding of mm. of the spiritual principles and things like that. So if you find it interesting, please pick it up. Yeah, And Tobias is also almost finished with his book, Stepping Into the Known. For sure. And uh, you'll find, once you read the book, which I hope we will do, uh, you'll find that it's uh, pretty much what we talk about in this in this podcast. A lot of the experience I talked about here is, uh, will be in the book, and as well as a lot more. And it's also about my life journey from being not awaken into having the the first awakening if you will awakening to the spiritual then my journey towards trying to find the self yeah and all the teachings i have uh, received up until that point right so be sure to check it out yeah and also please visit us on facebook instagram and on youtube channel and please subscribe or give us a like if you like uh, what we do it really helps so yeah Thank you. All right. Thank you very much for this episode. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.